Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best, so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. Hi, everybody. And welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 132 of the podcast. We continue on once again with our series of quotes by leadership guru John Maxwell. In fact, I think this is the 15th of those uh, episodes where we're doing Maxwell quotes. So it's certainly been a series that we've been in. And uh, I've been loving these quotes. I hope you have too. And we are right now in, um, let's see, this is the fourth in a row where I'm focusing on leaders. Now, you might be thinking, Scott, you just said John Maxwell is a leadership guru. Of course, you're focusing on leaders. Well, some of the other quotes were about things um, dealing with teamwork or success or growth or all for leaders, absolutely. But these four... Uh, today being the fourth one again, I believe, uh, in a row, have been specifically something with the title uh, or word leader or leadership in it. And so uh, last week we talked about the concept of leaders living by higher standards than their followers. Today we talk about a concept that I alluded to last week. I'd said one of these next few I'm going to I'm going to get into this concept, and so I just decided to do it today, and that is the concept of being a servant leader. And so here's Maxwell's quote, the first step to leadership is servanthood. And I I, I say this all the time, I love this concept, right? You hear me say that all the time, but I do, because I have to admit, in my early years as a teacher and coach, fresh out of college, um learning how to lead, learning to lead a classroom, learning to lead uh, young men. I was a boys basketball coach, a football coach. I was teaching and coaching at a boys uh, school, a Catholic boys school in the suburbs of Chicago. So I was leading young men. Uh, Me in the, the early days of learning how to lead young men and ultimately young people, uh, I did not understand this concept of servant leadership. In fact, I am trying to remember the first time I heard the term. I may have heard the term during my first uh, my first 11 years while I was at that school. I don't know that I did, though. And then I moved to Montana and was here for seven years. I don't know if I heard the term then. I remember either seeing a book, I believe I saw a picture of a fellow athletic director in the state of Washington, in the Yakima Valley, uh, Denny Brown from Mabton High School. I believe I saw a picture of him, might have been on their school's website, or it might have been in the hallway at their school where they were 
there was something about get caught reading reading a book or something like that, and there was a picture of him reading a book called The Servant Leader or something that, that had servant leader in the title. And again, I'm not sure that's the first time I heard the concept, but that is kind of burned into my memory as one of the first times I thought about, what does that mean? Servant leader. Well, if that's the case, that the very first time I heard that term or really thought about that term was at that point, uh, that would have been after the year 2002, because that's when I... um, that's when I moved to the Yakima Valley, moved to Granger, Washington, um, and was athletic director and girls basketball coach there. 2002, I started coaching in 1982. Are you kidding me, Scott? That took you 20 years to hear about, to think about the concept of servant leadership? I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to... I'm going to say admit that. Again, I, I don't know if I'm admitting something because I, I, I can't be 100% certain I hadn't heard of the concept before that. I just know that that was the first that it's kind of burned into my memory. And let's face it, if that is the first that it's burned in my, into my memory, even if I did hear it before then, I really wasn't doing much with it, was I? And yet the more I thought about it and then started to read about it, study it, listen to others talk about it, the more I thought, oh, this is what true leadership is. This is what I have been trying to do, I think, through my first 20 plus years of leading, teaching, coaching, becoming an athletic director. I just had never fully form formulated the concept. Uh and fully embraced the idea as, oh yeah, that's actually something. And I certainly had not learned about it and studied it. But the idea made total sense to me the more I read about it and studied it. If we are going to lead, we must serve those we lead. Probably one of the major reasons why I probably did not... uh, understand, embrace, even, you know, consider the concept prior to that is it was so foreign to me that that's what leadership would be. Leadership is telling other people what to do. Leadership is being out in front, leading the way. And hey, everybody, follow me. Do what I do. Do what I tell you to do. And however else you want to look at it. It's not about me serving other people. They're supposed to serve me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. How wrong could I have been if, in fact, that was the way I thought about it? Now, quite honestly, I did not think of it as they are supposed to serve me. But I did not fully embrace the concept that I was supposed to serve them until... I really thought about it and thought, well, how am I handling this leadership role that I'm in as a teacher, as a coach, and now as an athletic director? Am I truly serving the people who I'm leading? And when I looked in the mirror and when I would get off into my own thoughts and ask myself that question, the answer 
all too often came back with, eh, not really. And that's when I made a concerted effort that, no, no, I have to adopt this, this, this mindset and this attitude that I'm here to serve these people. And the more I studied it, and then I started studying John Maxwell and, and others like him, the more I realized, oh my gosh, this is really what leadership is all about. Because if I will serve the people in our organization to help them get the most that they can get from this organization, to help them be the best that they can be, I'm going to help this organization be the best that it can be. Well, if I'm the leader of that organization, guess what? That's what I want. I want the organization to be the best it can be. And so servanthood, me serving others, started to become the focus. And it became the idea that said, if I am going to get what I want, if I want to get the things that I want, for this organization, and for myself, quite honestly, in as the leader of this organization, the best way for me to do that is to help the people in it get what they want. Well, the best way to do that is to serve them. Serve them where they need it most. Help them get to what they want most. Now, there are times where I need to teach them what it is that they want most. Now, you might be thinking, wait, 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 Scott, what are you talking about? Well, I may have players on my team that are extremely selfish, and what they want most is to lead the team in scoring and score all the points and get all the glory and, you know, whatever else. Well, that's not going to serve our team very well. Now, if they are very good scorers, very good players, and can do that very well, yeah, it'll help us if they score a lot. But it won't help us if they do that at the expense of others and at the expense of the team and if it's all for their own selfish motives. And so I have to teach them and guide them to an understanding that of the same thing that I'm trying to do. That if they will serve their teammates and serve our organization the best that they can, it will help them get what they want too. And the more that we see the value in serving the others around us to help us all get what we want, the more we all get what we want. And so I needed to start really focusing on that concept with not just those kinds of players, but all players, that the best way for us all to get what we want through this is to help us all get what we want through this. It sounds repetitive, each time I say this, doesn't it? And yet it makes total sense. So, as the leader of the organization, so as I said last week, I'm, I first am talking to you coaches or you, you know, ultimate leaders of your organizations, but then I'm talking to you to try and get this message down then to your people. But as the, as the leader of the organization, you first and foremost need to adopt this mentality of, You are there to serve your people. And the more you serve them, the better they, the better experience they will have, which will then lead to a better experience for all of you. And I say all of you, meaning you as well, leaders. You will have a better experience by that. 
But then help your people understand the value of this. Help your players, um, you know, in, in the sport world, of course, but whatever world you're in. Help the team members understand that the more they serve, the more they serve their teammates, the better experience the teammates will have and the better experience the entire team can have. Therefore, the better experience they will have. The more we help each other get what they want, the more we can turn around and get what we want. And so this first step to leadership truly is servanthood. Figure it out early. I hope a lot of you listening to this are, I'm going to say young coaches, but maybe I should say more than anything, new coaches, new to it. Because the sooner in your coaching journey that you can come to this understanding, embrace this, and start applying it, the sooner your growth trajectory into becoming a great leader will explode. And you will start down that path uh, toward toward becoming um, a true leader. And so embrace this thing and jump all over it and try it and see what it means. Does it mean you don't sometimes step up and tell people what they have to do and quote-unquote order people, direct people, and tell them? Of course it doesn't mean that. Yes, there are going to be moments where you have to do that. That's part of leadership. Does it mean you don't confront people? Of course not. You have to confront people. Leaders must be able to confront. Does it mean you don't hold people accountable? Of course not. In fact, that's part of serving them, holding them accountable. By serving them, you're serving them by showing them, hey, this is where you are falling, you're failing right now. This is where you're falling flat. This is where you need to some help and some improvement. When you do that, you're serving them because you're helping them become better. So yes, there are certainly moments where you will direct, uh, order, whatever word you want to use. But those moments must be part of an overall um, mindset and an overall attitude and then application of the concept of you are there to serve your people. And the more and better you serve them, the better they will serve you. And please understand, I am not saying this is done in a transactional way. Well, the only reason I'm serving them is so they'll turn around and serve me. No, I mean by you serving them, they turn around and serve your organization better which ultimately serves you as the leader of that organization better. And I always go back to, if you help your people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. Isn't that kind of what we're all after? Finding that great mix and balance of, you know, what are we going to get what we want out of this entire experience? And if I can help others get that, then I get get that too? That is a win-win for everybody. So love this concept. First step to leadership is servanthood. Start applying it, start living it, and start watching the organizations and teams that you lead grow and explode in terms of success. 
More on um, leadership. I might take a little turn in the next one. We'll see. I've got others on specifically on leadership. And I've got some under the category of leadership um, in the document of John uh, Maxwell quotes that I've been using, even though you won't see the word leader or leadership in them. So I'm trying, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to go with the next one. All I know is it's going to help you become the best leader you can be, which is going to help you create the best team that you can. And after all, I believe that's what most of you are here for. So, so come back for that next time on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.